0: Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number one. Mark and I will be bringing you into our world.
1: Whose world? Our world. We'll be talking with the Milwaukee-based hip-hop artist, rapper, MC, and performer, Spade One. We'll be talking about our favorite upcoming musical
0: events in the area.
1: Put some fresh batteries in your digital camera or make sure to pack some extra earplugs as we get ready to rock. Only on Local Cords.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Local Chords with John and Mark, your number one music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. Today is May 12th, 2021. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, listening, sharing, viewing, friending, liking, and following. Mark and I are your hosts, and we're also in a band called Onyx Cone, that's K-O-A-N. Feel free to find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, onyxcone.com, or wherever else DuckDuckGo will take you. Alright, so, I'm John Blessing, and I'm here with Mark Hubing. This is podcast number 001. Let's get into it.
1: Local Chords is a podcast in southeastern Wisconsin. We try to make each other laugh, but that's not all we do. We'll be talking with people who are in the music business, and we will talk to them in the form of an interview. This is a free-range forum where John and I will take you through the starry nights of the abyss of the lonesome and individual subconsciousness. Or maybe we'll just do a couple voices.
0: Local Cards. Alright, now that you know what our podcast is about, it's time for a bit of a public service announcement. We like to call this segment Words of Wisdom. Today, I'm calling out all bassists. Bassists, it's time to change your strings. If they've been on your bass longer than the pandemic has been here, they're dead. Not kind of dead, dead. No, they probably don't have life left in them anymore. Yes, I know they're expensive, but come on, change your strings. If you want to get good tone at gigs and not get rust marks on your hands after playing, then change them. Got it?
1: Got it. Yeah, what he said. It's a new year, a new you. You've survived the pandemic this far. Treat yourself with some new bass strings. You won't regret it. And if you do, then just wait another year like you always do before changing them again. This has been Words of Wisdom by John and Mark.
2: City Bandits, we a a long time ago.
1: Welcome back to Local Chords with Mark and John. The music you're hearing right now is some of the work of our featured guest today, Spade One. He is a Milwaukee-based MC, rapper, songwriter, producer, hip-hopper, and performer who has been making music in and around the Milwaukee area since something like 1996, but we'll get his take on that make sure that's accurate. He has hosted a variety of long-running showcases in the area. He is either part of or affiliated with the groups Banditos, Boombox Saints, One Sound Border, The November Criminals, Sloth Brigade, and who knows, probably 50 more. Please join us in welcoming to the program Spade 1. Spade, how you doing there?
2: All yeah, right. I'm living life and life is living, baby. What's
1: up? Excellent. Good to hear, man. How you doing? It's been a while since we talked. We we haven't talked for probably I don't know, maybe two years. All things considered, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but we text
2: each other once every once in a while, Facebooking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know.
1: <laughs> I was trying to think of when we actually met. It was probably it probably had to do with the Miramar Theater in Milwaukee, right?
2: Yes, yes. Um actually actually you and I met at the Miramar Theater open mic on a Tuesday that they used to run every Tuesday for like 12 years. Right. Yeah, we met at the open mic and then and then you and I decided to make a song together after that, hey?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made that we we could probably do well to uh finish that song too. Uh, that had some uh, <laughs> that had some traction. Yes, in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing you perform um at the open mic. I was down there playing guitar and I remember seeing you do your thing and I just love your vibe and your energy and the like the uh, showmanship that you brought to your performance. It was all like very felt very positive spirited and I liked your flow and I especially liked the rasp of your voice. That really attracted to me to your style right away.
2: Oh man, I love that. Thanks a lot, brother. I appreciate you.
1: Absolutely. So what's been going on? Uh, we we got a lot to ask you, but um, what's been going on for you? Uh, what what are your favorite things going on right now?
2: Um, right now, since um, my whole crew is vaccinated with the November Criminals, the Poker hip-hop band, we finally getting ready to start rehearsing for summer shows and um, working on a new album. So I'm really excited about that project.
1: That's awesome. So those
2: are my brothers. Yeah.
1: Uh, the uh, the the November Criminals, that's a polka hip-hop band, uh, John. Yes. That's a
0: cool yep. combo. Have
1: you ever heard anything like <laughs> that? No, I haven't. I'm going to have to check that one out. The, the,
0: the oh, was def- yeah, man. Yeah. We got a lot of songs, bro, you
2: know? Cool. We got a, a lot of songs, you know,
0: like
2: that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. How did you come up with that genre? How did you come up with hip-hop hey. polka?
2: <laughs> they all go back to the Miramar Theater again. I was running this, um, this thing called um, Border Clash with One Sound Border with um, with DJ Web Spinner, DJ 414, and DJ um, NC No Contest. So we had DJs that just played instrumentals, and we had other rappers that would come in and flow the instrumentals, or if they had their own stuff, we would do that. then at the end of the show, we would have a jam session. And so Keith Galstead, he was the bar manager and the bartender at the time, decided, hey, I got a buddy that plays Melodian, and he's a rapper. And I'm like, oh, I want to check this out. So he brought his Melodian down. He did his own solo stuff first. Um, DJ, DJ 411 laid down a beat. He started playing his Melodian. And we all got to freestyling while he was playing his Melodian over the um, regular just um, instrumental beats. And me and Keith looked at each other and was like, dude, we can actually do this for real. Yeah. And that's where it started from. <laughs> cool.
0: Cool. That's, re- that's really unique. You must be the only group to do something like that around here. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Yes,
2: we are the
0: first and only Milwaukee,
2: Wisconsin, poker, hip-hop band. We, we own that title, son.
1: There you Yo. go. Yes.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing.
1: You guys played yeah. at Summerfest. Um, I saw Level you at stage. least... Yeah, the rebel down at the rebel stage by the water. I saw you. um, It must have been four years ago, 2016, maybe 2017. You guys had that place rocking. That was a good show. Yeah,
2: man. You know, I mean, you can't you can't beat it because like poker music is nothing but party music. You get together, you drink and you dance and you eat. Hip-hop is the same thing. You get together, you drink, you drink, you eat, you know what I'm saying? So they like, they, you know, they go perfect together.
1: Hey, so why not you combine know? them? Right, right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: man. So you, I was checking out your Reverb Nation page. Uh, you have, there's uh, at least one or two songs up there from November Criminals that have mm-hmm. uh, your polka hip-hop going on with that group. There's over you got yep. over 30 songs on that Reverb Nation page I was going through there. Um, oh
2: man dude them, them songs are extremely old when you hear the new stuff dude oh. bring it yes
1: <laughs> so what so, yeah, I mean, I was, sorry oh, go, go ahead. ahead okay I was going to ask you Um, you said you're recording with the November Criminals to, to release an album do you have um, like a set idea for when that release will be
2: Um, no we have no idea yet I mean because like since COVID and stuff been happening we've been all working separately as far as like writing okay like um the drummer kevin casey he comes up with the beat um evan the melodian player comes up with the melodies and then we just pick out a subject or a name or a title and then write on that so when we finally get together we can just see what we all got and put it
0: together i guess
1: you know right it's been kind of crazy trying to figure out you know scheduling and who's free who's you know got the shot who doesn't yeah
0: and who wants to go out these days that's the biggest thing yeah yeah man so so we decided to wait
2: till all of us get vaccinated first which we all vaccinated now and stuff like that that now we can make the moves to um, do some poker hip-hop
1: awesome can't wait for it man that's so exciting (laughs) Spade, before we get too deep into the the little deep dive into what you're up to, um I was just curious, do you want to take a minute and just kinda give a quick um synopsis of like your story and how you got into hip hop and the music scene and kinda a little bit about your background?
2: Okay, yeah. Um I I I started doing hip hop in like nineteen eighty nine. I was still in like high school, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I went to West Division High School to art, so we always had talent shows and stuff like that. So I had a chance to hop up on stage, test my skills. You know what I'm saying? Get to a, get a stage presence just by doing those um, talent shows for school and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so like, and in, in, in like in '91, like '89 to like '91, I was doing like basement parties, ballon MCs you know, um, any shows that I can get my hands on, you know what I'm saying, just so I can get the experience, you know, being on stage and holding the mic, you know, and stuff like that.
1: Was, it, so, was it natural for you right away when you first started getting up in front of people, you got the mic and you're ready to roll? Was, did, did you feel like you were in place, or did it did you have to work at it to kind of get comfortable?
2: I, 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 I seriously had to work at it because, you know, I'm the only child and I'm a very private person. You know what I'm saying? So just getting up in front of a bunch of people, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Them first, like, six to eight months of me doing shows and stuff like that was just getting over the stage fright and pronunciating my words right and making, you know, the stuff like that. Just like dotting the I's, crossing the T's, and all that stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh,
0: yeah. It sounds like you've come quite a way since then.
2: Oh, man, way far, bro. <laughs> <laughs> quite a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like in 91 i started recording um original songs with original music we we didn't sample a lot you know what i'm saying because we didn't want to go through all the sampling and copyright laws and all that stuff that was coming out like in the 90s 90, 91 92 and stuff like that you know so we went the direction of just making our own music and then me emceeing over that over them original songs and stuff like that and it helped us out in the long run because we still getting like um uh, money from copyrights and stuff like that from that stuff from the 90s so. oh cool because we owned our own stuff you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah that that helped out a whole lot we had to pay nobody else <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so that helped out a whole lot you know so who are you and into
1: then, like, when, when when you started out who, who were who were you really into um as far as anyone who was doing hip-hop or rapping at the time um oh i'm i'm gonna tell you this right now bro Big Daddy Kane was the
2: biggest influence on Spade One. I mean, true enough, I like Rakim because Rakim has the monotone voice, you know what I'm saying? His delivery is on point, you know what I'm saying? His cadence is just incredible, you know what I mean? But Big Daddy Kane was my inspiration. and Him and Karras One were my inspiration because they were lyrical. They talked about different subjects, you know what I'm saying? And they were truly hip-hop to me back then you know what i'm saying right right so, i see so, i see so, that so. in your
1: lyrics your lyrics have always been um uh you know they're they're uplifting but they they're mm-hmm. also uh they can be disturbing they can disturb a listener in a good way to disturb you out of your thought pattern and to make you go oh i didn't really consider that before or to bring up some kind of topics about um, the unequal treatment of black folks, or about mm-hmm. different types of things that are going on, um, you know, sociologically. And I remember yep. hearing that in your lyrics right away and being really attracted to it. So um, mm-hmm. is that is that something that you continued to kind of draw from from other sources, or did that kind of come about from your from your own voice?
2: Actually, was just like life experience. You don't know think because anything that I, I write about, I lived it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here saying, um, you know, I got fifty million dollars in a Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't have fifty million dollars. I do not have a Jaguar. So why should I rap about those things?
1: Right on. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, if, now, if it was a story rhyme that be like, what what I want or what what I love to have, I'll kick a rhyme like that. And on that note, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know. But as far as, like, mostly, most of my lyrics are straight up everything I experienced or witnessed or heard of firsthand, you know?
1: Yeah. Right on.
0: It sounds like it keeps you a very genuine person and you can show it through your music, which is really cool
2: you know what I'm saying like like I ain't, I ain't one of them rappers that be like yeah I got a million girlfriends and they're all on my jock no I don't <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I'm not not gonna rap about that stuff you feel me you know right. yeah I, I never really I never really had an AK-47 so I really can't say I got an AK-47 gonna shoot up the town that, no <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah we, we don't do that on this side <laughs>
1: yeah so Spade um, drum and bass is kind of like that's kind of like your bread and butter wouldn't you say
2: yes sir it truly is man okay. I, I got into drum and bass like ninety four, ninety five, 95 like when it was jungle before it was drum and bass
1: okay so now i didn't really get into that even listening to that type of sound until maybe i was in my mid-20s or so and so like mm-hmm. i started checking this out and you know j- drum and bass uh it's electronic music um, it's it's fast beats, it's heavy beats. Um, is is it generally fast, uh, fast tempo?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll say like it's maybe like one sixty to like one seventy five BPMs. You know what I'm saying, like that beats per minute. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere up in there.
1: Okay. Is that is that, uh, is that your favorite style of what you're doing or or have done or what where you're at right now? What is what is uh, the style that really just makes you feel like you're right in the zone?
2: Well, I could tell you this right now. What makes me get into the zone is whatever music is put in front of me, and I can actually get into it right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So cool you know i mean i I got a whole bunch of different styles, you know what I mean? I can do like reggaeton can they find that place on be you know I could be like you know I'm the best m c on the planet, you know type stuff, or you know I got different cadences you know that I have for any particular beat, you know
1: right i I've, 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 yeah, awesome, yeah, I've seen you adapt to lots of different styles, like just hopping in and just going with it, just like you're saying. Um, the the Jamaican uh, Rasta style, the reggaeton, is that something that you developed also, or do you have any roots in in reggae music? I thought I remember us talking about that some t- some time ago. Um,
2: yeah, man, I I spent I spent a lot of time with 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 friends and families that that's from the islands and stuff like that, and so in our household it was a lot of reggae, Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, you know what I'm saying, being played in the house. And I think it was um like like um uh, I think it was like eighty nine ninety '90. had that um bum 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 that and I was like, Oh man, I could use reggae too <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> And I just added that into the you know what I'm saying into the arsenal, you know?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Another tool for later, right?
2: Oh, yeah, man. And, and, it, and it actually helped me out because, cause like, when, when Jungle came out, they were using a lot of, of Jamaican soundboy samples and stuff like that, too. So I fit impressively with that. And then hip hop was embracing the reggae side of things, too, at that time. So, you know, I'm using whatever, whatever I can find. <laughs> right
1: on. Um, so I saw that you were playing in Watertown recently. I saw you did a couple of shows in Illinois recently. Um, yeah. As you kind of continue to start performing again, um, have you seen more responses from certain areas or certain regions about, you know, if people are coming out to the shows or if they're feeling a little more reserved? And, um, you know, what have, what have you seen as you start to come out and play more?
2: Okay, well, 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 honestly, I've been doing let me saying due to the whole pandemic, you know what I'm saying I've been doing like personal shows, where I know that people that that stay safe, you know what I'm saying, they're not out here bad, you know what I'm saying, not wearing no mask or anything like that, you know what i'm saying and and, and most of the people that I've been working with during that time, they only would let like twenty people into the show. It was only like you know, and plus it was all outside stuff, you know what I'm saying, like that for the springtime and stuff like that, but yeah. But right now, as far as, like, now since everybody getting vaccinated and stuff and they're easing up the restrictions and stuff like that, I see a lot of people starting to to really come back out and be excited about these shows. I mean, there's so many festivals getting ready to happen this year. It's like, I got booked for, like, five already, and it's, you know, just, just May, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, August, September and all that stuff, you know, so...
1: That's awesome, Spade. Yeah, we got. Buddy. I just want to ask you be, before we go in a second here. I got to ask you about Chicken Fest. You told me about Chicken Fest one time. Are you doing Chicken Fest this year? Dude, I
2: wish I could do that Chicken Fest again. Boy, that was so much fun. Oh my god, that was so much fun! Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: when you first told me about it, you're like, "Yeah, I'm doing Chicken Fest." I was like. All right, there's a festival based on chickens. What is going on here? And you're like, no, dude, <laughs> this is the bomb. Trust me.
2: <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, I have so much fun. Man, I eat so much chicken there, man, man. They got all different kinds, too. They got like fried chicken, deep fried chicken, dip, dip chicken, milk chicken. You know what I'm saying? All <laughs> types of chicken.
1: <laughs> and this was in uh, northern central Wisconsin?
2: Yep, 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 yep. Okay. I um, this, I think, I think, I think after this year, you know what I'm saying? After the COVID and stuff, I think there won't be no more chicken fests, but hopefully they'll return, though.
1: You okay. Because
2: they, they were some cool cats and stuff. Big old barn, man. I love barn parties.
1: oh yeah can't beat it out in the country just getting loud people having a good time
0: yeah
2: exactly i'm a wisconsinite on that one all day man we are the underground barn party capital (laughs) I
1: i like that yes
2: yes yes we are okay big dog
1: um before we go spade can you please remind us of any links or pages um that you'd like people to check out and stay in touch with your music and what you're up to
2: yeah, um, um, you can always check my Facebook page. It's um, capital S-P-A-D-E-O-N-E. You know what I'm saying? Um. I got the Reverb Nation page. Well, basically, if you just Google Spade One, S-P-A-D-E-O-N-E, mostly all my stuff will pop up on the top. You know what I'm saying? Right off the back, uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, um, and then um, November Criminal's website.
1: All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Spade, thank you again so much for the time, and please oh, stop man. by it's again sometime.
2: Oh, yeah, it's always a pleasure, man. You know, so I can't wait to get in the studio with you again, too, my brother, so we can finish their phone to make 50 more.
1: Dude, let's All go. Right? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Spade 1. Please stick around for more local chords, and don't nobody go nowhere. Peace out. You've heard of email. You've heard of e-phones. Now here are your events.
0: That's right, everybody. On each podcast, Mark and I will tell you about our favorite top three events in the area and possibly beyond that are happening soon. Let's check them out.
1: All right, everybody. Here we go. We just talked with Spade One. Something we forgot to mention, though, was that he he has a show coming up uh, May 22nd at... The miramar theater which we talked about a bunch uh that's where spade and i met um yeah so he's got this show it says headway hi-fi meets head in a bin uh this looks like it is going to be something of a dj mc type of a show pretty cool flyer here got some rasta colors and some big stacks of speakers here um, Ear protection, highly recommended. Featuring MC Spade One at the Miramar Theater, May 22nd. Doors open at 1 p.m. It is a $20 show, limited capacity. So we uh, I, we are going to be mentioning three of our top favorite or top three picks uh, for events in each of our podcasts. For whatever reason, we decide we are going to dub these our top three favorite Uh we are going to dub them and yeah. it is not up to anyone to say why we're dubbing them but us yeah exactly you don't need to know why we like these events so we're going to say uh, which events we, we think like you should go to yeah which ones we li- we like and you like we're going to make you like them okay pick number 2 goat yoga John, you ever been to goat yoga? Never been to goat yoga. You have, any, you have any interest? I got I to try this sometime. That sounds incredible. You do your yoga, and you know how little baby goats go jumping around, uh-huh. boing, boing, jumping off you. Yeah, that, <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what's going to go on here. I didn't here. know this was a thing. This is going to go on at Fireman's Park at 645 Bay Ring Drive in Slinger, Wisconsin, if you're heading northwest out of the city. Of course it's in Slinger. Or if you're heading southeast from the north woods of wisconsin stop at slinger uh apparently it's called goga g o g a oh my god i love that, that that's that's good they should trademark that yeah goat yoga goga uh goga is a gentle yoga class with nigerian dwarf goats the goats add a playful and humorous element to our practice <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, I'm really enjoying this. I had yeah. no idea you were going to do this. It's going to be
1: amazing. This class teaches you to release all expectations and just go with the flow. If you are looking for a serious and silent yoga class, this is not for you. Each session includes 45 minutes of yoga followed by 15 minutes of goat cuddles and photos. You can get your photo taken while you're cuddling the goats. Oh, that's kind of cute. And maybe throw them a tin can and see if they'll chew it up. See if they'll chew it up. <laughs> This class is presented by Awakenings, Healing and Yoga, Honeydown Farm, and Lockshire Meadows. Do you think that this is going to be like a loud event because goats yell?
0: Like goats scream or no? Oh, yeah. Do you think this will probably? Do, do you know how like contradictive that is? Imagine you're trying to get in your Zen place and all of a sudden you just hear a goat screaming in the background. <laughs>
1: like, I know that I would not relax that well. Isn't that part of the journey towards centering? is to be able to deal with whatever is happening. To be able
0: to deal with goats screaming in the background <laughs> while you're doing yoga? Yeah, sure, exactly. let's go with that. <laughs> uh,
1: guidelines, you must pre-register. Um, so if you have any questions, contact Carrie Ann Lichka at Honeydown Farm. Again, this is Friday, May 14th, uh, 6 to 7 p.m., goat yoga at Fireman's Park. Sounds like this is outside uh, oh. if it's going to be at a park. Um Yeah, so there you go. That is pick number two for our events list for this weekend. All righty. Not necessarily this weekend. The Goat Yoga is Friday uh, the 14th, but Spade One's show is uh, the 22nd. But, um, you know, we're just giving you a heads up on that Yeah, and I'm sure Goat Yoga will happen again. Pick number three. The Anthony Deutsch Trio. Pianist and composer Anthony Deutsch brings his diverse, eclectic, multi-genre musical landscapes to St. Kate. His trio features drummer Devin Drobka and bassist John Christensen. This is Saturday, May 15th at 7 p.m. Uh, St. Kate, the Arts Hotel, 139 East Kilborn Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Have you been to St. Kate? I've never been to St. Kate. Have I, you? I was through there to meet someone before, but I didn't really get to spend a lot of time. It looks like a really cool place. I cool. gotta go in there, grab a drink. And Maybe we'll have
0: to go on, what day is that? Saturday? Uh, this is gonna be Saturday Maybe we the have 15th to go Saturday the
1: 15th. At 7 p.m. That could be fun. Uh, do you know Anthony Deutsch? No. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I, I do know him. Oh, huh, so this is promoting someone you actually know. Look at you go. Yeah. Hey. You're so you using this podcast to do something good. Hey, trying to make uh, make it all good. All right, guys. If goat yoga isn't your thing, we got Anthony Deutsch this Saturday. May 15th, 7 p.m. So those are our top three picks for our events section. Um, what else we got here? We had, something, we had something else right here. Oh, yeah. Um... If you'd like to have a chance at having your event listed in this event section on next week's podcast, please email us at localchords1 at gmail.com. That's localchords, the number one, at gmail.com.
0: And please remember that Chords is C-O-R-D-S, not Uh,
1: C-H-O-R-D-S. If you send it to C-H-O-R-D-S, we have no idea who will get your email. Good point. Thank you, John. Uh, Please send us as much information as you can uh, and provide us... Yeah, with uh, uh, everything you want us to know and read about. And we just might promote it. All right, everybody, we're going to close it down here. I know, I know. It's nobody's favorite time, but uh, all good things or partially tolerable things must come to an end. Yeah. All right, we're going to close it down with a, uh, a, a news story for you here. A Florida man was arrested after he allegedly became enraged during a heated argument about Tom Brady and pummeled his friend, police said. Brian Palter, 33, was charged with domestic battery over Sunday's incident, which began around 9.15 p.m. as he and his pals were heading home in St. Petersburg after a day of drinking, according to an, an arrest affidavit. Nothing ever really good comes after no. a full day of drinking, no. does it? A heated argument regarding Tom Brady began, and Palter became enraged, the court document states. The fight turned, quote unquote, physical when they got home, and Palter allegedly hit his male friend several times in the face, causing visible injuries and a lot of blood, cops said. Palter then allegedly became, quote unquote, combative with his buddy's wife and shoved her along with his own wife, who fell and hit her head on the kitchen counter. Can you believe this John so mean all over Tom Brady all over Tom Brady the world's most beloved quarterback is he really?
0: world's most beloved?
1: Uh, It's debatable. Okay. His wife was left with a big bruise on her forehead and a, quote, large laceration, according to the court doc. Everyone involved, including Poulter, were intoxicated at the time, police said. (laughs) Everyone involved. Everyone involved. (laughs) Not just most people. All of them were. (laughs) Cops noted that there was a large amount of blood on the kitchen floor when they got there, though it had been mostly cleaned up. Oh, so he's trying to hide it. Trying to hide what it is see what had happened was uh, Palter was taken into custody and released from Pinellas County Jail on his own recognizance that day (laughs) the next day recognizance the next day It's, uh, it's not known exactly what about Brady got him so upset the 43 year old quarterback left the New England Patriots where he won six Super Bowls in 2019 and a year later signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He earned his seventh Super Bowl win when the Florida team beat the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year. So friends, if you're going to go out for a day of drinking and just want to have a heated debate about your favorite quarterbacks, make sure to please, please keep it peaceful. Well, everyone, from John and I, we'd like to say that we are John and Mark from the band Onyx Cone and that you've been listening to Local Chords. We've been delighted to be with you today and have a chance to talk with Spade One. Have a great weekend and we will see you next time. I'm Mark. And I'm John. Thank you for
0: listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it. Tell a friend or some random dude you meet at the gas station. They'll be glad you did. And if they aren't, I guess we will be. So long, everybody. From the currently unfrozen tundra in the North Country, this has been another installment of... Local Cards!